welcome everybody to this week's episode of Into the Fire, where we're covering off hot business topics, and we're just trying to do our best to uh, clear the smoke away to uh, find some truth and find some clarity every single week, right? We sure are. That's yeah, exactly absolutely. Right. We're trying to have a little fun with this while we educate people. That's exactly right. Rob Reed, Ryan Caligiuri, and uh, this week we're talking a little bit about culture. Yeah. And culture is a tough one. Building a company culture, but what happens when culture isn't going so well, right? What Culture is so important. We, I can't, th- I don't think that any of us disagree that culture is important. No, I don't think anybody does, you know, and when you look at culture and where it's going, uh, it can be very positive. And of course, you know, when you're doing that, the team is functioning, they're working well together, they're doing all kinds of great work, supporting each other, but it can creep away and it's kind of a insidious kind of sneaking away because it doesn't happen overnight but before you know it you're starting to see people cliquing up they are you know the little gossip groups that are getting together and when you start seeing that you almost need to start stepping in and going what's going on here break it up a little bit you know if you've got someone that's kind of that root cause person that's doing that Mm -hmm. you know maybe have a word with them and straighten out what's really going on get to the core of the problem i've said so many times you need to just sit with your people and talk to them that's the challenge so you say but you use such a great word i I did love that word insidious Mm -hmm. because it happens slowly it happens gradually we Mm -hmm. don't even know it and all of a sudden it just hits you like a you know I don't know, a pan in the face? Yeah, there it is, yeah. I don't know, I've never been hit with a pan in the face before. Yeah, no, me neither. (laughs) But that is the challenge in the fact that there's a lot of executives out there who Mm -hmm. are reading the books, Mm -hmm. they're, you know, sharing the philosophies, they're liking the posts, and they believe in culture, and yet in their own yard, in their own backyard, their culture isn't happening. So... In your opinion, like, what's the difference between good culture and bad culture, first off? Like, the first piece is recognize the problem, Mm -hmm. right? So what's the difference between a bad culture and a good culture? Well, uh, a good culture, and you can even look around the office here. I mean, we get going here awfully early in the morning just to make sure that we knock off the show before we interrupt a lot of the business. How many people are walking around here? Yeah. Right, yeah. they're out in the back, and of course, they don't want to come front, sit in front of the cameras. They do not. I, <laughs> and I've invited them all, <laughs> but uh, they're back there and they're working, and and that's you know people that are dedicated to their jobs, they're dedicated to the purpose of what we're doing, and we've made a culture where we inspire success, mm-hmm. we want success, we encourage it, uh, you know, all that great stuff. So they want to work a little harder. Yeah, it's true. Uh, you know, when you have a bad culture. They're nine to fivers. They're they're here at eight o'clock sharp. They are out the door at four thirty sharp, and they are making sure they're taking their breaks and they're making sure that they are, mm-hmm. you know, getting their lunch hour. And not that people don't deserve that oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Of course they deserve breaks, and of course they deserve lunch hours and and all that. And nor is it expected yeah. that people put in extra time. Of but when they really are committed to what they're doing, they're committed to their customers. They're committed to doing a great job. There's a different level level of energy, a little bit of a different level yeah. of enthusiasm yeah. that I think you get from that. Mm-hmm. And there's a balance in their step. Yeah, there really, there, truly is. It's it's almost um, it's almost nonverbal, even right. Sometimes mm-hmm. you can just see it in people when they come in the office. It's a different mm-hmm. form of energy that they bring in, mm-hmm. and so that's maybe some of the early signs. But like, let's go deeper. You okay. know, at the moment when let's just say you know you step out of your business for a little while, you come back from vacation, you look at everything, and you're like, something is not right here. What are some of the like 
in your opinion, in your experience over the years, many years in business, have you seen um, either in your businesses or the businesses of your colleagues, your friends, the community, mm -hmm. where you're like, oof, this is a bad culture? What are some mm -hmm. of those symptoms? Well, some of the symptoms, and when you start looking around, uh, people are a lot quieter. They're not working together. They're not collaborating. Mm. They're not talking to each other. Right. Uh, you, you see, like I said earlier, little cliques. Yeah. You know, the, the coffee takes 15, 20 minutes, and they're all kind of huddled together and yeah. looking over their shoulder. You know, yeah. that, that sort of, you know, uh oh, I don't want to get caught. Yeah. Uh, and, and you start looking at, well, why is this happening? Mm. What's causing it? And again, that's where the conversations are so important because I can sit in my office and guess. All day I can sit there and play the guessing game or I can sit them down and say, how's it going? Yeah. What's happening? Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, people have so many things going on in their lives. You know, maybe something outside of work is bubbling over a bit. They're in a bit of a darker place right. and everything that goes wrong, they find something to blame mm. as opposed to, you know, looking for the positives. The key that you keep, uh, like you keep touching on this point about is it's about like being an active CEO, being engaged with your people, mm -hmm. because only then are you able to understand, you know, what's going on with our folks, what's bothering them. Is this a big problem? Is this a personal problem? Is this turning into a cultural problem? Because one of the things that we both know is that culture happens whether or not whether we like it or not oh absolutely i take action culture happens i don't take action culture happens right Culture's going to happen whether you like it or not so for sure you for have sure. to shape it you have to mold it mm -hmm. and the best way to do that is to get engaged but where do you find the time man like you're busy running your business how do you find the time to have those individual conversations and, and take care of people well you know what um i make the time it's just it's just that simple. Uh, people see me walking around the office here all the time. I'm always popping in to the different offices. And, you know, sometimes it's just with the group. There's two or three of them. How are you guys doing? What's going on here? You know, we'll share a couple stories, you know, crack a couple jokes, mm -hmm. have a little bit of fun. You know, I'll tell them a couple things that I've been up to, whether it's uh, with the show here or maybe something that's going on with a customer, all the different things that happen there. And they'll do the same. You know, we talk about our weekends and mm. I become more of one of the team, not the guy, you know, the big boss. And yeah. I know that I'll never lose the big boss stigma, for yeah. lack of a better term. Um, but I don't need to be a scary guy. That's right. I don't need to be, you know, this threatening person. Mm. Uh, because I've said so many times, I have to work here for eight hours a day too. I want to be part of the team. I want to enjoy sure. what's going on. Mm -hmm. You know, we all have to be able to share what we're doing together. And, and I don't want to be on the outside looking in, nor do I want to be the guy that comes in and goes, why is this place so terrible? Yeah. Because if it's terrible, I can go look at the mirror and talk to that guy yes. to find out why. Because mm -hmm. I'm going to say this to any and every business owner and any and every manager that's out there. It starts at the top. Mm -hmm. And if you're the manager in a division... You're the top. Mm -hmm. If you've got a boss higher up, it starts with him. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you go or what you do, but every area of your business has a leader, and that leader sets a tone. I think there's a good book, uh, Jocko Willink, Extreme Ownership. Right, yeah. Right, we've all read that. Yeah, I've that, read it, it's, yeah. It's, it's funny. It, in Bison, there's almost like mandatory readings that have to happen. It's it's five dysfunctions of a team. We were just talking about this afterward <laughs> where, where that, that book has kind of made its way from you to this person, to I think uh, Ryan had it, and then mm -hmm. Natasha had it, and then Interpol had it. Now it's made its way to Thompson. This yeah. book is making its rounds. And, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, Extreme Ownership is one of those books, and that's mm -hmm. one of those ones where it's like I, I'm going to take complete ownership 
to complete ownership of mm-hmm. all of my 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 decisions, everything that I'm doing, I'm taking ownership of it. Whether I'm a manager, whether mm-hmm. I'm an employee, whether yeah. I'm at the C-suite, I'm mm-hmm. going to take full ownership of everything that I'm doing. You yes. know what I mean? Absolutely. And I think that's a very important piece. But now let's let's talk about this because this is a really important piece that I think a lot of people will be struggling with. You're now getting engaged. You right. know what's going on in your company, and you've pinpointed it. Right. You figured out that. It's coming down to one or two employees. Mm -hmm. And these people, they are acting as, and it's a strong word, but it's something you have to use. They're acting as a cancer in the organization. And the fact that they're slowly breaking down people, they are single-handedly ruining culture, bringing moods down, Mm -hmm. uh, bringing stress into the office. They're not collaborating. They're arguing. What do you do with those people? Well, you've heard me talk about high-performance jerks in previous shows. You know, and what do you do with those people? Because they are destroying the culture. Uh, you can't have one person take down an entire team. Mm. So if you've had the conversations, right, you've even done the warnings and all the write-ups and all that sort of stuff, if it's not working, there's only one decision left. And if you've done everything right and you can sleep at night, you need to take the time to remove that person from the team. Yeah. It's just that simple. Your business and your culture your dedication to your entire staff is far more important than one person. Yeah. And you have to make the time and make that difficult decision. And I'm telling you, mm-hmm. they're not easy decisions. Mm-hmm. Nobody, and I mean nobody, enjoys letting somebody go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you have to do it, guess what? That's part of being at the top. you got to make that decision. you got to live with it. Have you had to do that before? Absolutely, I have. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I it's it and, it and it is tough. Um, there's a lot of companies here locally. You know, small community. We all mm-hmm. we all know. You know, the Winnipeg community. And mm-hmm. you see CEOs having to make these decisions all the time. And again, you're not immune to it. No. You know, you've had to do the exact same thing, and um, it's hard. Yeah. And, and sometimes you have to get get rid of people that have become friends mm-hmm. who have who built trusted relationships. Um, but what do you say to the executives out there who are struggling with this decision? Because maybe this person is the right hand gal or guy. Maybe they work very closely with them. Maybe 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 it's a co founder. Maybe it's somebody they, that they started the business with, but they just don't fit anymore. What kind of advice do you give well, to those executives? And it's interesting you made the comment about they don't fit anymore. Uh, the business will go, like I say, you've got a vision. It's taking it in a certain direction, and it's going to grow. It's going to expand and. If everyone involved does not pull or, or row the boat in the same direction, mm-hmm. you now have to make that decision. Like, are you going to change with what we need to do? And again, you got to have the conversations. It's not, you know, uh, Friday night, I'm not happy with that guy. I'm going to deal with it Monday morning. Monday morning, you come in and yes. it doesn't work that no. way. You need to make sure that you've had conversations. This is where we're going. This is the why. Mm-hmm. If you haven't taken the time to explain the why, mm-hmm. This is on, it becomes on me. Mm-hmm. If I haven't done that, it's on me. The why meaning the, the purpose of the organization? The purpose of the organization. Right. Why we're going this direction, what we're gotcha. doing for all, you know, the how we're going to do it. Yeah. And if the person, after having that explained possibly several times, still doesn't buy in, yeah. guess what? They're not rowing in the same direction. They're not, the yeah. And they will be working against you. Yes. You know, you'll be working with a team in a certain direction. And I've had this happen where you are, you have the conversation, everyone agrees, you go away, and three days later you find out that that one person actually left the room thinking, no, I'm not doing that, mm. and worked against it. Yeah. And guess what? They're no longer here. That's a that's a commitment thing, right? So we, yeah. we, go, we go to Lencioni, right? Where mm-hmm. Lencioni, we have the element of trust, we have conflict, mm-hmm. 
And what we have, we have commitment and accountability. If right. we cannot commit, then there's no accountability. Then Absolutely. We, we all agree in the, the boardroom, like, yep, I'm on board, Rob. Hey, there we go. And then we leave and we're like, all right, now I'm going to play my chess game, and now I'm going to do what I have to do. Mm-hmm. And what do you think that does to a company culture? Destroys oh, it. Absolutely destroys it. If, if you, as a leader, are flip-flopping all the time on your decisions, people will not follow you. They will lose confidence in you yeah. in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. The cool thing about taking an active role in building your culture is that, let's just say you do have those one, two, or three individuals mm-hmm. in your organization, and they're causing a lot of disruption. The really cool thing is if you get rid of those people, right? That's the hard part. Mm-hmm. But when you get rid of those people, you are making a statement to the rest right. of the organization of what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. Right. Um, you, we hire by our values. We fire by our values. Mm-hmm. And that sends a very strong message of, wow, like we are definitely dedicated to moving this boat in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So there is a positive Oh, absolutely. You're 100% right about that one, Ryan. But here's another interesting thing that comes out of it. When you have a good culture, right? You start looking at your team. And when they are tight, when they're working together, and you have that one person that's on the outside that isn't fitting in, isn't doing what you need them to do, the team will help weed them out Mm. to a point that they will start setting higher expectations, right? You know, sometimes it, it ends up, they come to me and say, hey, listen, this is the problem. You know, and we go through it. Have you done this? Have you done this? Have you done this? Yes, yes, we've done all those. We've taken all those steps. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Not salvageable. Sorry. Next, wow. you know, and the team makes that decision. Yeah, that's powerful. You know, that's, that is powerful. But I, that's I a culture. That. Yeah. But that's a strong culture. That is. And, and that happens, uh, you know, I, it happens. I'm not going to say all the time because I don't want to make it sound like, <laughs> you know, because we have a very stable staff here. And, you know, a big part of it is, again, the hiring process mm-hmm. because we're hiring to make sure that that person's going to fit our culture. Yes. You know, so, you know, we've gone from one interview to two interviews to sometimes four, mm-hmm. sometimes five, depending upon the critical level of the role yeah. that we've really put people through you know, a lot of work to join the team. We want to make sure that they want to be here, Mm -hmm. but we want a lot of eyes on them with a lot of different questions to make sure that they are going to fit our culture Mm -hmm. or enhance it. That's right. So that becomes a bigger deal. Completely, completely. I I love the idea that, or the, the perspective that your employees, the employees in the organization are, they, they almost act as a canary in the coal mine for culture. Mm -hmm. The fact that they are also guardians. I like that word better. They're guardians of the culture. Right. And they will bring information to you Mm -hmm. and say, listen, be aware of this. And if they're aligned with our culture, if they're aligned with the company's culture and they believe in the why, if they're all moving in the same direction, then that's a powerful thing. And you don't have to do it by yourself, but your people will protect it as well. Well, and I've said so many times that it all starts at the top. Yeah. But but then I need to get the management team involved at that level. That's right. But then my expectation of them is to take it to their groups and their individual teams and work it, uh, you know, the system down. But it all started with me, Mm -hmm. right? And, And you know what? I do, I collaborate with my managers and, you know, different people all the time to make sure that what I'm talking about, what I'm doing makes sense. Yeah. Right, I don't want to come in here out of left field and completely drag the team off in a different direction. Yeah. That's no good for anybody. That's right. I mean, I do need to be able to see, look, and think about what's going on. And if we do need to alter our direction, uh, you know, again, I need to have a talk with the team and make sure that I'm seeing it clearly. That's right. Because this is about a team. It is. You know? It truly is. But it's funny. I was talking to a fellow the other day about this very subject. 
and you start thinking about what what is the owner, what is the manager's level, mm. right? And what do they do? Well, they can't be on the field doing it. They got to be the coach on the sidelines, watching the players move around and go, "Oh, did you see that hole mm. over there? Did you see this backfill over there? You know what? Uh, you know, offensive coach, you get those guys. Or defensive coach, you get these guys doing, and they should be doing the same thing. And right. and and you start thinking about that. You know, what we should be doing because if we're in, if we're on the field, mm-hmm. you know, if we're on yeah. the field playing. Mm-hmm. Who's coaching? That's right. You know? It's a good point, man. It's a very good point. When it comes back to culture, before we wrap this up, what's one of the hardest things that you've ever had to do with regards to forming, protecting, building culture? What's one of the the toughest things you've ever had to do? I'm going to say this is probably more of a a personal, maybe it's just a Rob thing, Mm -hmm. but... I think it's just getting started, like having the confidence to instead of just coming in every day and doing my job, but be uh, very intentional mm-hmm. in in building the culture and thinking about it. You know, not just sitting back on, oh, okay, this isn't good, and I've read the book, and the book says this. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can you can read a book about fishing, yeah. or you can go fishing, Ooh, nice. right? And yeah. there's two different things there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've read the books. Now I have to apply it. And sometimes it's taking that, that step out of my own comfort mm-hmm. zone to walk down the hall and say, guess what? We're doing this today. We're doing this today, and we're going to try this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, honestly, you know, I've been doing it for a while now, but the first few steps were pretty tenuous. You know, am, am I right here? Am I doing that? <laughs> it, the fear of taking action, the fear mm-hmm. of making mistakes, just fear. Mm-hmm. Right? It and is. In spite of that. You know, it, it's funny. We talk about with the management team at, at every manager's meeting uh, about, you know, trust, what mm-hmm. builds trust and why. And we've moved from trust to commitment uh, and conflict and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But originally, because everything comes back to fear. But I started making the guys go a little deeper. Okay, well, fear of what? Because you can sit back and go, it's fearful. What are you afraid of? Yeah. Let's put a face to it. Let's put a yeah. name to it. Yeah. Yeah, let's well, make it real. Yeah, let's start really breaking this down. Yeah. And we will, you know, because we meet, uh, you know, managers meeting once a week, no matter what. And part of that meeting is talking about these sort of things. Absolutely. So that it stays top of mind. I love it. Talking, yeah. Talking about culture is a, one of the best ways to build it, right? Having mm-hmm. the entire team talk about, we've talked about this, books that we want to influence our culture. We share them. Mm-hmm. So it's a great, a lot of great takeaways, a lot of great tips in terms of how to build culture, how to foster it. I don't think there's any one way to build culture. Every organization is different. Mm-hmm. The people are different. The industry is different. Your customers are different. But we have to be active in it. And I think that's right. one of the biggest takeaways. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's so many people, business owners, their personalities are different from mine. Oh, yeah. But they understand that they want a good culture. And they can have a great culture. It may not be my culture, Mm. but it can still be a great culture and it can still be something that inspires their people. That's right. You know? So now turning to the the community, those out there uh, who are watching the show, do you have any questions for the community? Things that may be questions that you want some some feedback on something that maybe you want some guidance on people who out there who have gone through building their culture people who have made mistakes people who maybe are experts at building culture if that even exists i don't even know if it exists. <laughs> but, but what kind of questions do you have from the community that maybe they can chime in on well you know what i, I would just love to hear the stories back you know from people that have had success with it even people that are, are struggling with it and why uh you know we can always have that conversation and i really enjoy the fact that you know people are stopping me at different events when i'm down 
around town doing things. I'm getting the emails these days. I'm getting messaging through LinkedIn, all the different things that are coming in right now and the conversations that come from that. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them are, you know, private messages and obviously uh, yeah. I respect people's privacy yeah. and keep it that way. Mm-hmm. But I sure enjoy the fact that people are coming back and asking the questions. And, and it doesn't mean that my answers are right. But, you know, through conversation, right. we learn. And that's what I really want to be able to do is learn as a Absolutely. as a person and, and share with the, the bit that I've learned. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm far from an expert. I hear you. So again, put the put the call out there uh, in the comments, uh, wherever you're 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 watching this, whether it's on YouTube, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Share your comments. Share your stories about culture. Have you seen horror stories? Have you seen good things? Do you know if there are certain things that build culture? Let us know because together we can all, you know, do our part to uh, to become just a little bit smarter. Yeah. You know? Well, I'll tell you, if we're doing all these things, we're making the world a safer place, which is the purpose of, of what we do here at Bison Fire. Always comes back to that. Yeah, it always does. Always does. Well, that's this week's episode of Into the Fire. Thank you so much for joining us. And again, Into the Fire every single week. What we're trying to do is just cover hot business topics. And uh, every week we're just trying to clear the smoke away to find some truth and a little bit of clarity. Absolutely. Right on. Thank you for coming out. We'll talk to you next week. Take care.